This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Please welcome Drew are here, thank you for choosing to spend your time with us. Um, we refer to each other a lot around here as a family, um, and uh, we thought we'd kick it up a notch and, and dedicate an entire hour to my favorite word, siblings. Yeah. Um, all of our guests are siblings today. How cool is that, a audience full? two very special co-hosts helping us, which is a fun new thing we're doing. That's right, we've got co-hosts. And uh, guess what? They're identical twin sisters. Although, I think we all get that <laughs> looking at you guys. Um, but here's a little behind the scenes of what it takes to be a co-host. Watch this, please. Hi, I'm Alicia Crow, And I'm Alice Crow, And we're identical twins. And lawyers. We're partnering to revive our mother's hot sauce business this has impacted our family in such an incredible way. Coming together around this was so special. We are so super excited to come on the show and meet Drew. Oh, we are fans of Drew Barrymore. I love what she's doing with her show. And, and it's positive and it's yeah, funny. Yeah. We love her humor. She's helping to make the world a better place. See you soon, Drew. Hi everyone, we just arrived at the studios. We're so excited to be here. We are co-hosting the Drew Barrymore Show. Let's go inside. Hi ladies. Hi. I have your co-host binders right here. Thank you. All right, let's head on down. We're here, we're in front of the studio. We're ready to co-host with Drew. Let's go inside. We're so excited. Please say hello to Alice and Alicia Crow. Alice and Alicia, I'm so honored that you came to hang out today. Oh, thank you thank so you. much for having us. Um, well, please, um, if I've missed anything, jump in. I'll turn the questions over to you guys, and we'll do this together. Sounds good. Excellent. Okay. Okay. I am so excited to introduce our first guests. Um, they are two brothers who grew up on the small screen 
and then went to the big screen. Um, they have this extraordinary new book that I can't recommend more, and it's called The Boys, a memoir of Hollywood and family. They need no introduction, that is for sure. It's Ron and Clint Howard. <laughs> Right now. Uh, uh, well, me too, you know. Uh, uh, and your show's great. And, uh, really? Well, you're yeah. so talented. You're so talented. You know, it, you talk about in front of and behind the camera, you've done all that stuff, and now this, and, and uh, winning at this. How about that? I fell so in love with your family reading this book. I mean, can you talk to me about your dad's process teaching you guys acting, because I found it one of the most poignant things that's going to change my perspective on any child's performance. Oh. He trusted that even at an early age, a kid could understand the game of, of sort of being a part of something like this on, on, on multiple levels. So we knew it wasn't real. He showed us all of the tricks. But then there's this other thing, magic meets truth. And that's what makes the story. And for us as actors, he taught us to sort of build a bridge from sort of what we understood, our logic, and what the story was about and the logic of that. It basically, it's very simple actor studio stuff. How do you think that your parents balanced like normalcy? Well, boy, you know, both mom and dad came from the Midwest and they had this simple, it, it, was, it was about the work. It was never about fame and fortune and notoriety. Mom and dad were not interested in that. For, for us, it was about, this is what we were. We were little actors and we were prepared. That's one thing that dad insisted on and he did it in a loving way. But boy, Ron and I were both the most prepared actors when we stepped onto Which a set. Which gave us so much confidence, yeah. you know? The other thing is that they, later I talked to my dad. I said, dad, after we were grown, everybody knows how you guided Clint and I. So, you know, why, why, don't, why don't you do this? Why don't you start a school? Why don't you, teach, why don't you share your, your methodology? He said, I'm acting, I'm working. I did that because I'm your dad. I didn't do it to be sort of the manager of a couple of kid actors. That wasn't it at all. I did it because I thought you could learn something. And whether you carried on as actors or not, I felt like you could learn how to succeed and how to have that kind of discipline. And you'd use that in any walk of life that you would choose. And we're the beneficiaries of that. I really feel like I have such a beautiful sense of your family. And for anyone who gets to read this book and go on that journey, it is so powerful, so positive. And um, I thank you for allowing us in on this amazing journey. It also is filled with so much infamous history um, of entertainment that I'm sure we all put ourselves in. I mean, your movies and television shows have colored all of our lives. I'm just looking at you guys as two humans, but it, what you guys ended up producing, you know, through your work is life-changing for all of us. So I'm gonna throw it to Alice. Um, you have a question. Um, for uh, Ron and Clint, yes, our beautiful co-hosts, yes. Alice and Alicia. My sister and I work together, mm -hmm. and um, 
Has it ever been difficult mixing family and work? And if, how, how, does, how do you work that out? What's it like when I'm directing you in a, in a, in a movie? Well, I learned my lesson early on. There, <laughs> when, when I, I was in my probably early 20s, and, and yet I had to learn that, you know, ultimately, he's the boss, he's making the decisions, and it was specifically on Cocoon. Mm -hmm. I remember specifically on Cocoon, Ron sort of said, you know, I'm making this call. You know, and listen, through dad, I understood. You know, there's, first of all, I love my brother. He's a great older brother. He's a Hall of Fame movie director. He's a much. Guys, folks, he's a better big brother than he is a movie director. Oh my God, yeah. then he must be the best big brother ever. <laughs> well, I tell you, so, so the lessons learned, I love the collaboration. One thing is, we have an ability to communicate that doesn't really involve speaking to each other. I'm sure you guys understand that. Yeah. Uh, and I when, I, when I do have the opportunity to direct Clint, it's always a joy because, by the way, he's highly professional. He can do just about anything. He's very flexible. He's additive. He's creative. All these things that you want. But he also will tell me the truth. And he's smart about films. And, and he knows what I'm looking for. And I trust his taste. So he's additive in a lot of ways. OK, well, when we come back, more with Ron and Clint Howard. <laughs> Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. other than the extraordinary brothers, Clint and Ron Howard. If you don't mind, I would love to pick both of your brains because we've talked about your family, but I mean, we all have such an insight into our lives through your work. Will you give us a fly on the wall, behind the scenes moment on some of your most famous collaborations? Of course. Of course. Okay, it's something we call behind the scenes. <laughs> I love Night Shift, the movie, so much. What was, I also just think it has one of the most interesting tones. Well, it was Brian Grazer, my partner at Imagine Entertainment. It was his idea. And it was, our, and it was the first time we ever worked together on, you know, on a movie. It was based on, a, on, a, on an article he, he read in the, in, the, in the New York Times that somebody had been you know, arrested for running a, a prostitution ring out of the New York City morgue. <laughs> so this was not a true story, but it was inspired by that article. And um, Gans and Mandel, who are Happy Days writers and showrunners and brilliant comedy yeah. writers, they took it and they, and they, and they ran with it. And somehow they, they shaped something that was, that was a little sexy, a little naughty, very raucous, and still utterly human. Yes. And, and, and connected to you know, love and respect. And Henry Winkler got it green lit by agreeing to be in it, and then Michael yeah. Keaton was discovered through it, and it was a joy. I mean, he is a revelation. Yeah. And then he went on to become one of the biggest movie stars on the planet. Yes. Um, what, 
Clint, was your story from Night Shift? Well, my story is it was a good movie because Ron cast me in a role where I got to lay in a morgue drawer with a naked woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And you, you go back in. You come out, but you're like, no, no, no we're good. Like going back in. This is what it's like, and the uh, morgue drawer shuts. Um, okay. I can't even say this movie without saying I think this is the film that changed our lives the most. I, Parenthood. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's probably the most personal film that I've ever made because so many of those stories came from one or the other of us. Gans, Mandel, Brian Grazer telling stories about, you know, sort of his childhood, but also his, his years as a dad. And uh, my daughter, Bryce, uh, was the projectile vomiter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole idea for the movie actually came because we went on this unbelievably long flight to Argentina <laughs> with the kids. And my job was to sit with uh, Bryce. And, uh, and I said, uh, so they brought around some vegetarian sushi and uh, in a roll, you know, with rice. And I said, hey, you want to try this, Bryce? And she said, uh, okay. And I thought I was being a really good dad. She was four years old. She's going to try a little oh. vegetarian sushi. She ate it, chewed it, ate another bite, chewed it. About another four minutes, kaboom! I got hit with projectile vomit all over my shirt in hour one of a 17-hour flight. <laughs> and, I, and I just thought, no one told me about being a dad. <laughs> no one said what it was going to be like. Um, Alicia, you wanted to ask about a movie? Yes. Um, I wanted to ask about your directing Cocoon. Well, first of all, Cocoon was a fantastic, important project for me because I wasn't working with Brian Grazer and all my close friends. I was working with these legendary uh, actors mm -hmm. and an incredible producer, Richard Zanuck. It was also, my mom didn't have a real part in it. Dad had a part, Clint had a part. Mom was just beginning to show a little interest in getting back into the business. And she, I, I asked her to be an extra and she gained a lot of confidence, and she also befriended all of the women, Maureen Stapleton, Gwen Verdon, Jessica Tandy. Mm -hmm. and, and, the, and she also came away from it with this story. She said, you know, I talked to all of them about going through their lives, pursuing their careers, trying to balance family, trying to balance relationships, and it made me feel like I actually made a very good decision. Yeah. But, it, but it also, I now think it's time to try to go back in. And so that, on a personal level, that was a kind of a breakthrough. Of course, I have to ask about another one of my very favorite films, Splash. <laughs> well, well, I was actually working on that film as a PA. And I'm in that movie because the fellow who was supposed to play that part was a no-show. And I, 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 they, they, Ron came to me and goes, hey, would you like to do this little part in this scene? You know? I don't think I said, would you like to? You're going to. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were shooting at Disney in Burbank, and I, that's where I was living at the time. And I went home, I got my suit, because it was at the wedding. I came back, I did my bit, and they said, okay, that's a wrap on Clint Howard, you know, f to play the part. And I said, oh, great, guys, and I started to leave. And Ron goes, where are you going, bud? Hey, get I, your walkie-talkie. Yeah, and I said, <laughs> listen, I'm wrapped. And he goes, no, you're not. Get your walkie-talkie. Uh, yeah. So back to work. I love how you guys work side by side always. And Clint, I know that you like snow globes. 
Yeah, I've made a few. He creates them. He creates snow globes. That's right. You make them. Um, in fact, I saw this picture on Instagram, and we wanted to give you a little gift. Um, yes, thank you so much. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I, um, oh, that is a beautiful thing. Wait, you're reading the book in the snow globe. That's right. Yes, that's, that's why we did it. Thank it's a you. Great memento. Yes, I am. I am, reading, I am reading the book, so maybe I'll make it into one of your photographs one day. <laughs> yeah. um, well, thank you, Drew. That's awesome. Thank That's you cool. very much. Thank you so much for coming on this show and representing siblings and just making all of our lives much better. The Boys, a memoir of Hollywood and family is available right now. I can't love it more. Please read it. It's just wonderful. Thank you guys thank so, you so much. much. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. Doing good makes you feel good, but we wanted to make some Drew Gooders feel even better. Watch this. Hi, I'm Saffron, and I am the president and co-founder of Letters Against Isolation. And I'm Shreya, I'm also a co-founder of Letters Against Isolation and Saffron's sister. At the beginning of the pandemic, we saw our grandparents were suffering from senior loneliness. One day, our grandmother received a card from a good friend of hers. She was just so over the moon to receive the letter. And we thought a letter must have such a huge impact on the person that receives it. And so Shreya and I reached out to a few local care homes. And so within a few days, uh, the four care homes we reached out to all said, yes, we really need your letters. And what was intended to be just a kitchen table project for Saffron and I became 200 seniors waiting for letters. So we figured we needed some help and we posted online about it and it just blew up. Now we have 17,000 volunteers. It's been amazing to be able to connect with so many people around the world that I would never have otherwise been able to meet. I had a really exciting opportunity to meet my 93-year-old pen pal, Claire. It was so amazing to transfer our relationship and our friendship that had been building up over pen and paper and actually meet her in person. I've always known that Saffron is incredibly smart and very, very capable, but like getting to work with her, I just, I saw that on a whole different level. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Sonal. Uh, I am mum to Saffron and Shreya. A parcel has just arrived from the Drew Barrymore show. How exciting. Let's go inside and surprise the girls. There's a surprise here for you. Oh my goodness. Where did this come from? Come from the Drew Barrymore show. Oh my gosh, yes. That's so cool. Wow. Thank you for making a difference from Drew. Oh my goodness, this is going to help us reach so many people. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, sweatshirts. This is adorable. Wow. You're so pretty. 
Promotions against isolation. Thank you, Drew. To all the Drew Gooders out there, thank you. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings at hundreds of stores, including Doc Martens, Ninja Kitchen, and Hotels.com. Prep for summer and save big on beauty, travel, electronics, and more. It's one of Rakuten's biggest cash back events, and it's on May 6th through May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. show which we've established is so meaningful fun and just wonderful and these siblings have never been on a television show together David Sedaris is my favorite writer on planet earth period he's 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 made my life better he's also the first person who brought holiday and humor together for me I was so miserable on the holidays. And he just made me realize I didn't have to be anymore. And also, as an actor and a comedian myself, there's no one I admire more than Amy Sedaris. She's, these are national treasures, and they're gonna be on a talk show for the very first time together. It is my esteemed honor to bring out here Amy and David Sedaris. that you're back because I, <laughs> the first time you came on this show, at one point I was screaming. And then you cried four times, <laughs> four oh, times. Well, I would love to ask you both, uh, all the neighborhood kids that you grew up with wanted to come to your house and play with you and your sisters. They wanted to be in your productions, so to speak. Yeah. And you guys kind of, like stayed amongst yourselves. <laughs> yeah, like it was elite. You wouldn't let people in so much. No, we just didn't need them. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean there were six kids in the family, so right. we don't really need other people. And right. if you're gonna, well, you know, you don't. Right. I love the way that you guys speak about each other. Like, you talk about like the love of one of his books being released or the way that you speak about him that I've read is just, it's so loving and ad admiring. Um, will you look at your brother and tell him what you admire or, and love about him? I would him? never do that. <laughs> oh my God. We buy each other's gifts so we don't have to say it. You yeah, know we would I mean? never, ever. We, that's one thing. Like when sometimes I hear people on the phone, I love you, I love you. I've never, I've, I don't think I've ever said that. Maybe to you. now is the time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. No, we, we show it yeah, we show with it. gifts. Yeah. I mean, I think the best times that we share or just shopping, that's really all we care about. But sometimes shopping. I'll overhear him talking to the lady at the cash register and he's telling her that he's a doctor, that he operates on children's eyes, <laughs> and that 
he removes the eyeball and replaces them with buttons. And I'm like, we gotta go, David. Okay, okay. Yeah. Why do you do... happen to overhear it? Yeah. Why do you do that? No, because my initials are DR. And they say, well, Dr. Sedaris, and then I just, I don't know. I, you just go with it. I always wanted to be a doctor, and then I think, yeah, what kind of a doctor are you? I operate on children's eyes. <laughs> Uh, it just came yeah. to me. I mean, I want to make sure that I hit your new book, A Carnival of Snackery, which is your diaries. I mean, I've read everything that you've ever written multiple times. Oh, and I was just enjoying this so much. And I wanted to ask, because I, 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 I have a really sick sense of humor, and yet I tread light in life. You know, like I'm so worried to rock someone's boat or mm. offend or upset them. How do you put it all out there like you do? I just love it. But I, I mean, I'm not a mean person. No. But, but I mean now. But you're I feel, brave. But now people get angry if you think something, right? Like if you think. But I, you can't tell me that every. You know, like if, let's say if somebody is, I don't know, at Starbucks, right? And then they're ordering a liquid candy bar, right? And then, <laughs> and, you know, like one of those complicated drinks. And then they this they want to pay this way, and then they change their mind, and they want to pay this way. And then their phone rings, and they get on the phone. I mean, you can't convince me that everyone in that line doesn't wish there was a trap door <laughs> that would open up, yeah. and there would be. And then it would leave, it would drop down like 20 feet and there would be spikes. Like this would be, <laughs> it would be death at the end of the, but, but to think it, I see nothing wrong with thinking it. I, to say to that person, you need to die. I, would, <laughs> I wouldn't do that. And I wouldn't like the person who would say that. But right. it's fine to think it. Oh, right. God bless you for That's it. That's the fun part, at least you can, right? Just to fantasize about ways people can die. Co-hosts have a question um, for you. Would you please take it away, Alice and Alicia? You and Amy were to ever write a book together. What would you call it? Yeah. I did all the work. And you would. It would be called, it's never gonna happen. By Amy and David Sedaris. If you were to write a book about David, what would it be called? It'd be, I hope you like short stories. It would be short, <laughs> pamphlet size. It would be a scrambler. You know, we have to find the word. And then what would that word be? Gay, 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 gay. So it'd be like a five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to live life with you. And would you please go into the kitchen with me? Because oh, yes. speaking of your incredible family, I believe that we're gonna cook your mom's recipe. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, let's do this. Let's we'll do be it. right back with Amy and David. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. 
Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. We are back with our exclusive appearance on television for the very first time together, the greatest Amy and David Sedaris. <laughs> and they are gonna cook um, their mom's pasta recipe and I got so excited to honor your mom and Amy, you're in the driver's seat. Oh. Please teach us. Okay, this is called Greek spaghetti. And everyone used to always laugh when you'd say Greek spaghetti. And they're like, what is Greek spaghetti? Like we made it up. But the reason it's Greek spaghetti is you actually brown a stick of butter and you add it to the sauce. I mean, Ooh. that's what makes it Greek, I yes, would say. Yeah. And you usually serve it with um, chile savalas chicken, which is just um, Greek chicken, oregano, and lemon, olive oil, or uh, pork chops, meatballs. So you want like some kind of meat on the side. I love a Telly Savalas reference. We grew up, when that came out in Bon Appetit in the 80s, my family were like, devoured it. So we cooked a lot of Telly Savalas recipes. I love yeah, it. We loved him. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna take a pan, you're gonna put some olive oil in it, and you're gonna put onion in it, you're gonna put a chicken bouillon cube in it. I put two. You put two? David makes this really well, the best in the family. Um, um, I love a bouillon cube in the pasta, that's a first, I haven't seen that. Yeah, and then if your friends are vegetarian, you still do it and you just say, you didn't do it. All right. right, yeah, exactly. All right, then when that's all simmered, First of all, David adds crushed red pepper to his. I like it. Just a my... little. Just a little. Do you want to put that in there and then touch sure. your eyes? And then I'm going to laugh so I'll pick hard. my nose. Pick your That's nose. And then you're going to add, <laughs> I believe this is oregano. So you put as much oregano in there. All of it. Wow. <laughs> and then some parsley. Okay, so you're just going to stir that up. Then you're going to add um, one or two cans of crushed um, tomatoes. You pour the tomato sauce, the can of tomatoes into this pot over here. So, right? That's the finished product. So, in there, you're gonna add. Oh, no, put the lid. Yes! Put the lid in and then pour the sauce over the perfect. lid. Perfect. Okay, perfect. I'm sure anyone can eat around that. Oh That's God. perfect. <laughs> It's fun. Okay, then <laughs> the thing, another thing that makes it Greek is you're gonna take the Parmesan cheese and you're gonna add it to the to the sauce. Now, here's the question. When do we have the butter? We mix, put the sauce on the spaghetti, we mix it up, and okay. then we add okay. the Okay, so butter. sauce first, butter second. Yeah, so there you go. And David, I'll let you mix and the, that and up. And the butter has to be brown. Right. The, like, just when you think it's ready, give it another few seconds. Yeah. And it, piping, you know, and it's tricky, you know, with butter. You have to keep your eye on it. I burn mine all the time. Now you're going to take the brown butter and you're going to pour it on top of the spaghetti and uh, you're going to mix it again. Again. Yes, I did that. I'm, okay. I'm all mixed together. Yeah, you're together. doing. You're really doing a great job mixing it. Thank and you. And that's pretty much Greek spaghetti. And then this feta is beautiful. I don't know. Uh, what kind of fat it is, it looks so good. And then you can serve it, like I said, with Telly's Val's chicken or pork chops, meatballs, or just plain. Mm. It's really good, it's a crowd pleaser. Um, it is a crowd pleaser. Alice and Alicia, will you start and try it? Oh my God, look at her, look, look at how she did. did. I'm gonna do that. It, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's not going perfectly. I'm, I'm pretty impressed for someone who put a lid in their sauce. <laughs> I know, right? And then I can crumble a little yep. feta or on put there. It just on the side if you don't want to crumble it, because now your hands are going to smell like spoiled rotten milk. That's okay. I'll lick those okay. fingers. I love a good feta. And then I always find that a garnish makes a huge difference. Like if you want to oh. feel like you were at a restaurant, and that gives it a punch, a color, like paprika or something on a baked potato. And then What's look that? at that. What Perfect. That? Here we go. Hold on, I'm, oh. <laughs> well, See, I made that beautiful. How is it? Oh my Did God. Did you do it right? Oh my God, Let that's so good. I'll be the judge. Oh my God. Amy? This is absolutely delicious. What do you is think? It? It's like good, home, old fashioned home cooking. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so it's good, really you guys. Good. And that's to really think good. that we now know a Sedaris family recipe just makes me so You guys, could we? I would just give anything to do this again. Well, let's do it again. I would love it, David. I love you so much. <laughs> Alice and Alicia, it's so fun to share these like bucket list yes. moments with you. Yeah. Um, to, I don't know what that means, but I missed something. <laughs> I honestly have, uh, this is, uh, I, you guys have no idea how much you mean to me, although you might be getting the impression. Um, <laughs> We're gonna have to adopt her. Uh, uh, wait a minute, uh, I think these are great. I'm available for adoption! Thank you to Amy and David Great, I'll do it. I have all the time in the world. Uh, uh, don't forget to grab your copy of Carnival of Snackery. It is as good as it gets, <laughs> and when you have a high standard like David Sedaris is writing, you know what good is, and it is that good as usual, so it's in stores right now. And Amy Sedaris, my comedic female, and by the way, <laughs> everybody be on Amy's Instagram. If you want a Aww. source of oh, joy, so like an IV in your arm, Amy Sedaris' Instagram. I used to talk about accounts I love of yours when like Instagram first started. Rhea, I, you've always followed me. I but certainly I follow have. You too, and I like that you posted the World of Interiors, which is the only magazine I get in the mail. Other decorating magazines should be called the World of Inferiors. Because none of them are as good as World of Interiors. Yeah, it's the best one. I completely agree. Well, we can continue to bond on that. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Drew's News, your daily frolic in the good news meadow. And with me at the desk, my little doe-eyed news dear, Rossi Ross Matthews. That's right. Hi, everybody. Hi, Drew. Hi. Joe. 
Rossi so, and I love to color coordinate. Yeah, I was real proud of this one, I gotta say. I know, this one's really on point. Thank you. Um, well, we are celebrating siblings all day, and uh, while you're my news brother from another mother, your actual brother is here, Rossi. Yeah, everyone, my brother right here. Hello! <laughs> Hi, Eric. Good to see you. It's so good to see you. Look, everyone, that's what I'd look like if I was straight. <laughs> <laughs> My brother got on a plane and flew all the way here from California just to be on our sibling show with all of you. Eric, thank you for coming here. I love it. Thank you. The best. <laughs> I am a lucky man. I am in many ways. You know, Eric and I, um, are, we've lost both our parents, and we were not, like, super close growing up. And it has been the most surprising gift in my adulthood to bond with you and become like best friends with you exactly. as a brother. You learn, I think, as you get older, how important your family is. And now that we have less than ever, I know, for sure. I know for sure how grateful I am to have you in my life. I, really I feel am. the same way, buddy. Oh, this is the best episode of Dr. <laughs> Phil ever. Thank you so much. <laughs> I love it. I'm so glad you're here, Eric. Thank you, Happy Siblings Day. Thank you. Yeah. It's wonderful. All right. Well, I want to hear a brotherly take on this first story. Let's get into the headlines. Lifestyle site Her reports psychologists say when it comes to birth order, the young one is the fun one. Oh. Oh, really? Apparently. Say the youngest is the happy-go-lucky one because parents ran out of steam when it came to disciplining them. <laughs> you think? I also think like parents relax a lot. I mean, I was so neurotic with my first daughter, were and you? I and she's intense. Like I think both of us were like, you know. Anyway, the youngest are often charismatic, uh, extroverted, creative, mischievous, boisterous, and adventurous. While the oldest can be stubborn, motivated, and very independent. Huh. Wow. This, I mean, that, wow. I, that <laughs> is, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Matthews Brothers, does this check out? Well, um, I'm going to end the suspense right now and uh, confirm, yes, I am the youngest. Thank you for noticing. And I, I, uh, I came out of my mother's womb like a human karaoke machine. It was like <laughs> too much. Like, can you tone it down, Ross? And so, Eric, I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry okay. for the whole childhood okay. thing. I at least got to teach you what not to do with all of my screw-ups, so you're welcome. <laughs> uh, but you, you are right about mom. Like, okay, well, you look at these pictures, <laughs> Drew. This is me in a wig, uh, and my brother looking at me like, oh, he's probably going to be on RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, my God, I had no That's idea right. going to show Winning that. Emmys. Right. There's us. Winning Emmys. Well, yeah, isn't that crazy? I still have that wig, too, don't I you? I still do have that wig, unfortunately. But I do think there, there's something to it. I mean, everybody here started agreeing in the audience that the younger kid sort of is louder. Why, why is that, you think? I have no idea. I'm not a sibling, as I've established here on the show, but this is definitely true for Olive and Frankie. Show of hands who thinks the younger one is like a little bit of the freer one. Oh, definitely. Why do you think that is? Do you think it's because of the parents? I do. I, I think what you said, like you, I can't imagine the first day you bring that baby home, you're like, where is the user's manual? I have no clue what to do. And by the time you have that second one, you're like, it's cool, I didn't screw up the first one. <laughs> you take this one. All right. Well, 
right, next, uh, writer Taylor Andrews at Cosmopolitan has a fascinating p new piece of dating criteria for everybody to consider. She says when you look at a potential partner, you should look for something called RWSE, which means raised with sisters energy. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, so, okay, we've got some sisters in the house who agree. Well, the author argues that people with sisters have deeper emotional intelligence, and experts back her up. They say people with sisters can be more communicative, empathetic, and better at compromise. Hmm. Some people we know with RWSE, Michael B. Jordan, Dakota Fanning, Harry Styles. <laughs> yeah. I have to say, I don't have a sister, but I was surrounded by uh, nothing but like friends who were girls and extraordinarily strong women. I can say firsthand, women are better than men. They, I, and I, I say that as a man. They are empathetic and caring and nurturing. There is something very, the way human beings should be are what women are. And I think that I soaked up a little bit of that being around women and I think I'm the better for it. You soaked up so much of it. Okay, Roz, your story. Wedding site One Fab Day tackled this interesting question. Do I need to have my brother as my best man? The, well, people are saying no. Well, the answer is short. This author says no, not unless you want to. If your brother isn't the right fit, there are plenty of other jobs at the wedding. Ring bearer, uh, flower boy, I don't know. Katuba signer. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. Your perfect best man should be whoever makes you feel the most comfortable and supported. And that being said. <laughs> Eric. I will be your flower boy, no. yes I will. <laughs> Eric, I wanted to ask you, in front of everybody, you know we are planning our wedding right now. I do. Wellington and I have discussed it. Drew kindly let me come on the show so I could ask you in front of the world, will you be my best man? <laughs> Absolutely, thank you, I'd be honored to. My God. Remember how I told you I love Drew's news? Aww. This is why. Thank you, Eric, and thank you, Rossi. We'll be right back. Thank you, Thank you, Alex. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. book, which is my personal guide to all things I can't wait to share with you. And today, it's some homespun hot sauce that's been making mouths tingle since 1910. It's Emmeline's all-natural hot sauce. And Alicia and Alice 
This is your grandmother's beautiful recipe, 1910? 1910, that's her wedding picture in 1910. Oh, look at oh. that on the label, that's beautiful. Oh my gosh. And I have to say, um, I was lucky enough to pour it all over my food because I was like, can I just get, by the way, I'm salivating talking about it. All my <laughs> plans are losing their minds. Um, I wanted to taste it before we talked about it so that I could discuss it. It's so wonderful. Oh. Delicate, spicy. I couldn't have loved it more. In fact, I'm going in right now. I have a question for you. On a scale of one to burn my tongue off, how hot is it? It's not really hot. Okay. It, it, it's flavorful with just enough kick to spark your joy. Oh, I'd like my joy. <laughs> I, I would love to have my joy sparked. Thank you so much. <laughs> I, I really think that it's a very unique sauce. Like, I have not tasted a sauce like that, and I'm not saying that to be polite. I think it really stands apart from all the noise out there. Thank you. You know, after we lost our mom during the pandemic, we were like, you know what? Let's see if we could get her hot sauce, you know, going. Let's honor her memory by yeah. carrying forward one of her dreams. You know, to revive something that she started. Let me tell you something, that's beautiful. And this sauce is so good. We could put it on the news desk and I'd eat it, okay? <laughs> Thank you for thank that you. and thank you for this. Thank you for bringing us Emmeline's beautiful sauce and carrying on the tradition in honor of your mother. Thank you. Thank you for having And to the generation and the legacy of your family. And thank you for being here and representing siblings, Alice and Alicia. It's been such a privilege to co-host with you. And um, this has just been an absolute pleasure. And um, we appreciate you choosing to spend your time with us. We make this show for you, so please take it with you. And we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. Hi, I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Dr. Naomi Bernstein. And we want to tell you about Calm the F*** Down, a guided meditation series from the Oversharing Podcast. This is something we've been planning for a long time. It's our most requested segment from the podcast. And these meditations are going to be between five and 10 minutes. They're going to be super quick because we don't have a lot of time. You're going to be so surprised how five to 10 minutes of really thoughtful meditations can transform your whole life. In addition to the first four meditations available at launch, we'll be doing two new meditations every single month. Plus, for the fans of Oversharing Podcast out there, you'll also get ad-free versions of every episode of the Oversharing Podcast. So if somebody wants to become a subscriber, how do they join? It's so easy. You just go to subscribe.betches.com and sign up now for only $4.99 a month. Or you can lock in our discounted rate if you sign up for the whole year. That's subscribe.betches.com. Or if you're in the Apple Podcast app, you can just hit the subscribe button now and sign up in the app. It's as easy as that.